Welcome, you're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Rose Shearer here and welcome to the show. I want to talk about the fact that it is beautiful, the world, and it is an amazing time to be alive. And I know you might not agree with that because you're caught up in a lot of the darkness. But life is so beautiful but sometimes we forget to look. That's what I came across on Facebook this morning. I scroll every couple of days just for, for a few minutes to make sure anybody I know and love isn't having a birthday that I've missed. Uh, but for the most part, now that I've got Facebook under control, in other words, it's under my control. My regular listeners will know that I shut it down all last summer and I was just done with the censorship and the crazy, also so much of the negativity. Um that I was just done. But you know what? I took an afternoon after being off air for a couple of months and I went through and deleted 450 people, I think. It took a little bit of work, not going to lie. I kept my friends, my family, people that I know weren't just posting negative stuff all the time. And, and, uh, and if there were people I wanted to stay in touch with, I unfollowed them so their stuff doesn't show up in my newsfeed. If I want to go see what they're up to, I can go to their page and uh, see what they're posting on their wall. But I really, despite the fact that a lot of people call me an anti-vaxxer and a conspiracy theorist, which is crazy, I am not against vaccines. I've had many of them in my life. There has been times that I've had them needed them to go travel. I've been to China, mainland China, so I had to have something, probably yellow fever or malaria, something back then. And the world is what it is. I sort of, you know, learn to play the game. If it if it's logical, I'm I don't usually kick up too much of a stink. But as an accounting professional and someone that was awake, I could see the writing on the wall what was happening with this situation here around the world going something's not right here. So I was taking a lot of flack for that and I just wanted to hibernate at home. I just didn't want to deal with people and their anger and their guilt and their fear. I don't have a lot of fear in my life. Um, I have had, there has been sections of my life. When I first uh, manifested my fibromyalgia and it came on fast and furious, you betcha I was scared. But that was scared about what was going to happen to my life. I wasn't bringing in my income. I was self-employed. There was no EI. There was no welfare. There there was no uh, medical payment. It, it was all very fearful. But it has all worked out because I had faith and did the work. Sometimes, guys, we just got to knuckle down and do the work. So when I cleaned up Facebook and said, you know what, I just want to know what my nieces and nephews and dear friends are doing because my generation does tend to still use it, where I noticed that the younger generation might have a Facebook page, but they post to Instagram and then it just transfers into Facebook. They're not necessarily on Facebook, but that's okay. I keep up with those that I love. It does not absorb an hour of my day every day. It absorbs about 20 minutes every three days. And uh, it's quite enjoyable. I am shut down, totally private. You cannot, if you're not not a friend with me, you cannot see what I post on my wall even anymore. 
And yeah, when I post political stuff, you betcha, Fa- uh, Facebook tends to put me in, what do they call it? Not a Facebook jail. I've never been fully jailed, but I have been what, shadow banned. That's what it is. Whereas I'll talk to friends and they haven't seen any of my posts. And where this became very apparent, I was wondering if I had been, but when my brother-in-law passed away, it took a week for people to see anything and comment. And only then because I tagged some my sister and such, and it was people from her Facebook page. Oh my gosh, Shelly, we didn't see this. I'm so sorry. That's because I wasn't showing up in my contacts feeds because Facebook doesn't like what I post. Oh well. There used to be something called freedom of speech in this country, but that is going the way of the dodo bird. Canada is now introducing bills to censor all media outlets, and if you don't play ball and tell the stories they want you to tell, you will be fined. Facebook and um, search engines will be fined as well if the Canadian government finds out that your platforms aren't censoring independent media outlets. Isn't that crazy? So there's the negative crazy for today. But then I see this sign, life is so beautiful, but sometimes we forget to look. Now the picture had a beautiful, uh, the saying is on a beautiful picture of a in bloom cherry blossom tree. And it's that time of year. So if you live in an area where these are in bloom, isn't it just stunning? When I look out my window where I am, there is not a cherry blossom, but there is this ginormous, I guess like a yellow maple or something, but it's bright, bright yellow. And it sits in the middle of this vacant lot where they're going to build a five or six homes, I believe, um, which is fine. The, the area needs to be developed because a lot of, lot of older houses and there is not a lot of affordable housing in this area for young families. But this, So this tree is probably going to come down, which is such a shame because it's right in the middle of the proposed driveway of the new development, but it is so gorgeous. It is literally like a picture. It fills my whole window. Are you getting a visual? Does it kind of make you smile if you turn the podcast off or want to turn the podcast off? It's hard to say. Everything affects everyone emotionally slightly different. I was talking to my new student this morning and she's feeling very lonely that I'm not there at home with her. And next month, her job starts, her school starts, and she'll be buckled down for a couple of years. And right now she's a little bored and she's homesick and she misses me. We, we bonded quite quickly and uh, she's just a sweetheart. Well... I told her, phone me and FaceTime me. Let's just get let's just get in each other's faces and talk through some of what's going on. And sometimes I know that I have listeners that they use this podcast for almost that exact same reason. Let's just listen and have a chat and find out what's going on. Life is amazing. First of all, let's just visit the fact that the creation of life, the fact that cells combine to even create life, that out of the worst winter, spring comes and little flowers and buds that have all gone dormant under the, the ice and the snow and the cold ground burst free and flower. It's an amazing planet. And it's often when bad things happen, when we focus on watching mainstream media that is all sensationalism, when we have something like we've just gone through a two-year you know, pandemic that was basically benefiting the super rich and povertizing so many people, they say there'll be 1.5 million, or was it 15 million? 150 million, sorry. This 
situation with the lockdowns that now everyone's coming out and saying, worst thing we ever could have done. This did not solve anything. It didn't help the spread. We basically threw a missile at a mouse. Um, it's good to hear some of this, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? They're studying what happened and now making scientific and rational decisions about what should and shouldn't have happened. Hopefully we'll learn for next time. But mankind's a little slow on the uptake on that one. But that's okay. We are still moving forward as a species. I truly, truly believe that. And I know that sometimes that can be really hard to see if you continually surround yourself with negativity. So if you are surrounding yourself with darkness and negativity, and that can be news, books, TV, people, a job, you are feeding energetically that negativity and it will continue to grow in your life. That's kind of yucky, eh? Whereas if you feed positivity, develop friendships, read certain books, watch certain TV shows, turn off the mainstream media, do some investigative, you know, journalism of your own to find investigative journalism. Because you know the best part about learning is hearing both sides of the argument. If you're only hearing one side of an argument, you do not have the whole picture. And then it's very hard to make decisions about what you want in your life. So if you're looking to bring in more of the beauty of life, and it doesn't matter if you disagree with me or someone else, honestly, none of that actually matters. What matters is, is your soul content? Are you feeling peace and are you seeing the beauty in the world? Because it's sitting right there. Now, here's how this could roll. I look outside my window and the moss and grass, as I like to call it, is still green here. But in about another month, it'll all be dead in the front yard of this house because it was never maintained and it was never updated by my parents. Um, we'll just turn into a brown, sandy mess until the fall. It is what it is. There's a super busy street right out in front of me and the noise is gross. We don't enjoy it. That's why eventually we will buy another property up here that's in a nice quiet neighborhood or on the lake. Um, still trying to convince my husband that waterfront would be lovely, but he's like, nope, don't want to go there. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll keep working on him. People walk past, that might bother someone. The lot across the street, the vacant lot, it's got a bit of pile of some scrubbery. Okay, so there's a lot of negative. You could be the person that's all you see, all you hear. But let's talk about energy, emotion, and focusing on the positive. I look out my window and all I see is that beautiful tree in bloom. Then I look up past it, away from all the cars, and I live in a, Penticton is in a valley. So if you're unfamiliar of this area of the world, we are called, it's called the Okanagan Valley. And it is, for years, was the fruit district and growing region of British Columbia for a lot of Canada, actually. And now it's the wine central hub of British Columbia and, and Western Canada. And a gorgeous stellar jay just landed on my front lawn. See, again, just beauty. So we are a valley, which means there's hills on either side of us because a glacier came right straight down through this um, area in the Ice Age. So I'm looking at these beautiful hills, which again are my happy place. You know, it, it all depends. You know, some people love the desert. Other people love the mountains. Some people love the beach. Some people love lake country. 
It doesn't matter what you love. It just matters that you love something, that you find something that makes your soul sing. So that's what I see every time I look out here. Plus, there's a very older house across the street that is kept immaculate. And I've always just appreciated that. It actually kind of has a, I've got a Frank Lloyd Wright. Is that the architect? It's kind of got a Frank Lloyd Wright look about it. And I believe it's a rental property, but whoever owns it or the renters, they keep it lovely. Fences newer and is nice and fresh. The lawns are always mowed. The house was painted last year. Very, just lovely. And I appreciate curb repeal. I'm one of those people. So I appreciate that my husband came up for the weekend and he weeded the whole front area and mowed the lawns now because they'll stop growing now. Like I mentioned, this is a desert up here and this isn't a real lawn and it doesn't have a watering uh, capability. My mom's coming up in a few days for the first time in about five years. And I'll set her to work out puttering in the gardens, just doing some of the weeding and stuff. She enjoys that and see how it goes. And so when you focus on the positive you have more positive to focus on. That's actually just sort of how energy and vibration works. So take a look at your life. We all go through it. I can get into very dark places sometimes. When you deal with anxiety and depression, for me it's more of a depression issue, I have to be very careful. I've struggled the last couple of days and then I realized what had changed again because I was feeling really good for about a month. We're kind of in vacation mode up here for five days and I was drinking alcohol every day. And I'd kind of gotten the habit of one, I'd been a month or a month and a half without it, about a month altogether without it. And uh, then after that, it was weekends only again. Really got, had to get out of the habit of drinking every day. It's so hard on my inflammation on my hip, my joints, but my mood. And I'm wondering if that's why my husband has settled his drinking down a little bit. So that's, that's been a very nice side effect because my husband really can almost be described as a functioning alcoholic. So he's not drinking during the week. When he drinks on the weekend with the boys, he still way overdoes it. I'm not sure if that will change, but maybe in time. But he's way more conscious during the week now. And I think it's because his mood was being affected and he, he's been struggling. Well, so have I. So you have to look at things and say, so what, what have I brought back into my diet habits? And it's like, oh yeah, electronics. I was back on my electronics at bedtime. Well, last night, first night home, you know, with no one here, when I go to bed at a lovely decent time of 10 o'clock after having a nice hot bath, I turn the TV off and I go have a hot bath and I crawl into bed after I unplug the Wi-Fi, turn the devices all off and leave them upstairs. I slept like the dead. It was lovely. And I'd gotten into a really strong habit about things like that. And then I had started letting these things slip again. So you know what? If you want your happiest, brightest life, it doesn't always have to be about chasing money and businesses and the dreams. If that's, what, if that's where you are in your life right now, I'm sort of past that. I'm looking forward to developing some properties up here and earning a living that way. Uh, but I don't miss my 30 years of my accounting business any longer. But boy, when I was starting it, when I was starting other endeavors, I always had a side hustle. It was my focus and I, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. There were times it was just a lot of work, but at the same token, I actually loved it. It juiced me and I'm past that now. Now I want things to come a little more easily as far as, um, 
I just want things to flow. I've spoken on this in the past about managing energies versus managing time. In the world and the pace that things are at right now, everyone is so stressed and the expression I hear so often is, I don't have time for that. Actually, you'd be amazed how much time you actually have in life. What you should be managing is energy and priorities and everything else will fall into place. You have all the time you need. And I realize that is a big, big ask for, for a, a belief structure that perhaps you're not as tied into. But if you could just give it a go, give it a whirl, I think you'd be surprised. It is no different than focusing on the beautiful instead of forgetting to look. There is just so much beauty in the world. And it can be little things. I get very, I'm one of those people that I find joy. And it's been commented to me many times that, that I'm a very joyful person. And I do. My husband and I don't really have bad vacations or bad trips or anything because we take our fun with us. We are the people that arrive and are so happy to be there. Things can go wrong. We might go somewhere and go, yeah, I probably wouldn't go back to that again. But that's okay. It was an experience. We learned something. We had it, we, you know, we, and we, no matter the situation, I could say this about my husband, we have fun. We have fun. And he has always commented, commented to me that you just see the joy in such little things. And it is so true. I am like my girlfriend, Beerta, that way. When the flowers are blooming and the colors are coming out, when there is beautiful food on my plate, when there is, you know, it's the weekend and it's, it's my treat time and there is a gorgeous red wine in my glass. When, um, I don't know, a girlfriend brought, bought me a, a pretty little piece of clothing as a little surprise the other day. And when I wear that top, I love the color and I think of her when I, ha when I put it on. Just so many things. Do you make an effort to find the joy in life? It is so easy to spiral into negativity. So when I'm talking to my young student this morning and she's messaged me and she's my newest student and she's from Nigeria. She's absolutely lovely. And this is, I, I mentioned where she's from because I want you to understand how far she has come around the world for a different life, maybe for a new life. Her parents have worked very hard and sacrificed a lot. And their attitude is they will give all four of their children the opportunity to get out of Nigeria if possible. Nigeria is a beautiful country. I've done a little bit of research for it and I've had a guest on my show a couple of years back as well that um, ran into some trouble there. It's a very corrupt country. But you know what? I'm starting to look around and not, I'm not act quite so self-righteous because right now the government in control of my country, of Canada, their corruption and lack of concern and care for the citizens of this country is actually almost awe-inspiring. I watch things and go, that actually cannot really be happening. And that did not just come out of that person's mouth, but it is, you know, censorship, digital currency, the social credit system, turning us into another China, another communist nation. We will own nothing and be happy. Um, if you do something we don't like, we will garnish your bank accounts without due process. It's a little frightening. It really is. But she comes from a country that's even worse. So we're still looking pretty good over here. And I just have to think, imagine the sacrifice of knowing as parents that your children could be dispersed all around the world because you want to give them something better. I just think that's amazing. So she is such an inspiration to me, but she is struggling because she's lonely. 
And she's starting, when you start going down a pathway of thinking, okay, I'm, I'm lonely. I, I'm not happy here. There's some things because it, I'm not home right now to visit with her and our other student is working full time. So she doesn't see her very often and she hasn't made new friends yet. So she doesn't want to be at home. Her job doesn't start for two more weeks. School doesn't start for two more weeks. Bottom line is you start looking at yourself thinking you're worthless. And I loved it when she said, she was so honest saying, that's how I'm starting to feel. But I know it's not true. <laughs> exactly. That's where this expression, feel the feelings, but don't become the emotion. There's nothing positive or negative about emotions. They just are. How you react to them, how you let them flow, let them go, hang on to them. That's what can be the problem. But other than that, it's like anything on the planet, it's here. It has its place in the ecosystem. You may not like spiders and snakes, but they all serve a purpose. And there's probably a million and a half things of the floral and fauna and creatures on this planet that we are not even aware of yet. There could be things things out there that will cure diseases and make us better human beings and they haven't even been discovered yet. So that's why I love science because science is about asking questions. It's about saying that didn't work. Let's try the next thing. Thomas Edison said, I did not fail 1000 uh, times to create a light bulb. I learned 1000 ways not to create a light bulb. That's a pretty amazing statement. And it's something I think we should focus more on. So if you are struggling, reach out, send me a message, check out the Instagram page. I did, I know I haven't been on it for a number of weeks. I really, really struggle with the censorship and the new guidelines for Instagram where they can access my camera on my devices and my passwords and my contacts. And it's basically just a full on spying network. And I thought, no. No, I, I, I won't have that. And then I realized, once again, to go back to this expression, be in the world, but do not be of the world. It's an old scripture. And it used to, it used to be a scripture that drove a certain behavior in, in a lot of churches, and it's certainly in my upbringing, that I feel very differently about now. I look at this, I go, you know what? I'm just visiting here. So I may be in the world, but I'm not actually of this world. My spirit is not of this world. My energy belongs to the universe. So how can you change your frame of mind to accept that you are just here to learn and to observe? It doesn't mean it's okay as human beings to let atrocities go unchecked. It doesn't mean we shouldn't be protesting and having peaceful demonstrations about things governments and, and evil conglomerations are doing and the fact that so many countries are just so corrupt and don't value human life. We have so far to go yet as a human race. But all of that aside, the only way to truly change that is for you to change. Just you, that one little person, you become the light and then you share your light and then one other person becomes the light. It may sound a little woo-woo, but the bottom line is that is what they're discovering is how the energy works in the universe. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. You've heard me say it a dozen times. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times probably over the past five years. And if you could change your focus to recognize the beautiful and remember to look for it. And then 
surround yourself with it. You will find life a heck of a lot easier and certainly more enjoyable. I'll see you all next week. Have a great day and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>